So the fraud charges against um, a colored teacher who identified himself as African in a job application have been dropped. Uh, Glenn Neyman, my namesake, who is a teacher in the Western Cape, was facing the charges because he said he was African in an application for a principal position. We now speak to Sarah Gon, Head of Strategic Engagement at the Institute of Race Relations. Uh, relations. Good afternoon to you, Sarah. Hi, hi, hello. Good to have you on the show. Thank you. So, Sarah, what were your first yeah. impressions when you came across this this story? Um, my first impression was that it actually, I thought, here, you know, here we go. We, 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 this crystallizes the whole issue of uh, race classification. Yeah. And uh, obviously it goes to, it's in the context of BEE, and this does have a, a, an indirect, uh, well, no, actually a direct application. Um, but it, it, for me, it kind of said immediately, this is a pro, you know, there is a problem with classification. Mm. Um, it harks too much back to the apartheid era and the horrors of the Population Registration Act. And the problem we've had here in in sort of the period of democracy is that we don't have any legislation that sets out how you classify race, um, other than to say, you know, you, identif- you know, you can self-identify, but these are the categories that will receive preference. And so you have a gap in that classification, and I'm sure the gap's there because it was the, the bedrock of apartheid. Because, mm. I mean, uh, me, I always thought that the, any person who's born in South Africa, who is in South Africa, is African. Mm. Well, no you see, there, there's the debate, because because technically, I, I mean, you're correct. Um, we are, whether whether we like it or not. Yes. Um, some people may you know, feel that you know, only certain people should be, be able to call themselves Africans. But, yeah. you know, in, in calling yourself African, it would be actually no different to calling yourself um, uh, an Englishman or an American or mm. a Venezuelan, everything has to do with your, you know, who, who, that you are the citizen of a country or you were born in a country. Yeah. I mean, is there any authority in South Africa that decides which uh, race uh, which race a person identifies as to, or do people uh, self-classify themselves? Yeah. Well, there is no... There is no um, authority or legislation that sets that out. Mm. So it is up to people to self, self-classify. The problem, of course, comes in is, so for example, I know one, <laughs> my son once went for a job and, was, and the person said, please tell me that you're colored, because obviously, uh, you know, he was white, so he, he, they couldn't employ more white people, and it, 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 it got very, very strange. Mm. But they had... In, Ultimately, the decision was in the hands of the uh, of the potential employer, mm. and and the same would go on here. But I think it's because it's come up so much recently, and the DA has adopted uh, policy based on non-racialism. It's very very pertinent to now. Mm. And you know how do you, how do you decide? Uh, do you look at the person's name? Do you mm. look at uh, <laughs> his face or his head? It's it's it, it, it's very. I think it's very very problematic and can. In, in some instances, be really insulting. So, is it is it still important uh, to label or class- classify people from <laughs> racial groups? Mm-hmm. Well, I we don't think so. I mean, we have all you know the institute has always gone on a, a non-racial platform. We do believe that the one area where racial classification is, 
has mirrors is simply a statistical information. So that when you when you gather numbers and you do research, you can see whether uh, uh, groups, uh, communities, populations have advanced or, or, or not advanced, or where their problem areas. But it should be, to our view, it should be no more than that. Mm. In other words, um, you if you. Uh, you, you know, if somebody applies for a job, you interview them and, and decide on, on, on their merits. You may have a variety of, of factors to take into account, but you don't, autom- you don't automatically exclude just by what somebody may or may not say on an application form or a piece of paper. And, it, it, I mean, it's interesting. Uh, my other son's got a friend who, by his name and his appearance, he, 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 he looks like a black kid. I mean, he is mm. black, you know, but... If you if you talk to him and get to know him, um, he, he, he's, he, you would you would easily believe or assume that he's not if you don't see him. So you know you get into all those horrid messes of 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 association that I don't think the society needs. I think there are many other ways to determine whether a community or group of people needs uplifting or or not. I guess it's only the police who are allowed to do that when they want to identify someone. Be it a criminal. Yeah, look, but you see again when they do identify, it's it's a it's a they 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 setting out physical characteristics. Mm. So um, you know, I mean, we've seen it a large in, the, in, the, in sort of crises that have happened in America. But you you can't. Um, I mean, if you, for example, don't say that I'm a white middle-aged woman, then if you don't say woman, then you're looking for white middle-aged men or women. So it's purely a descriptor. Um, and, and to use it as descriptive in those specific circumstances, again, don't, don't just say, I don't think present problems. It, it's when you actually require someone to define themselves or you hope that they'll define themselves in a certain way and their description doesn't actually bear any relevance to what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the description of them is irrelevant. So, it's uh, what they offer up. So the Western Cape Education Department has decided to mm. drop the fraud charges against the teacher. What mm-hmm. would have been the chances of this case succeeding had the case gone ahead? Mm, I think that would have it would have been very poor because mm-hmm. you see, obviously, if you're charging someone with fraud, you, you it's a criminal charge, so the the burden of proof is very high on the uh, on the on the department and. If he puts up, and, and being someone who's, who's, who's sort of been protesting for um, for, this, for not uh, applying race classification, he could, I think, could put up a very good case because there is no uh, there is practice, but there is no law that favours the government to argue with. And uh, it would be, it would get. Let me put it this way: If I were in the department, I would um, I would do what Debbie Schaff has done, and I would just withdraw the charge. Mm. Also, you know, from the from the recent case point of view, it's run by the DA, and the DA has now put its you know position as being one of non-racialism, and it has to it, it has to follow that position and not be embarrassed by anyone who contradicts that position. And 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 your thoughts on how the Western Cape Department dealt with the issue. Look, I think I think the uh, NEC dealt with it. Uh, she dealt with it quickly, and she mm. dealt with it decisively. Mm. I can't quite tell. I know that the, the um, Mr. Snayman comes from Oatsworn, but I can't quite. I can't ascertain whether 
it was, you know, which element of the department, uh, you know, decided on this, whether it was seen by someone in Cape Town or someone in Oakland. So one can't really tell whether whether it was personal, whether it was just procedural, or whether someone just made a very bad judgment call. Unfortunately, that's very very difficult to tell. But um, what it, what the MEC Schaffer had to do is what she did, and that is, you know, put an end to it. Sarah, thank you so much for chatting to us on the Glenzita Superdrive on Radio 2000. Really appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you. Excellent. There you go. Sarah Gonde, Head of Strategic Engagement at the IRR. So.